What's your take on interracial dating? We're still talking about this in 2019. You know what? I'm glad we brought this topic up. To be honest, every time I hear people talk about this topic, I always find it's it's always talked about with like so many layers of ignorance. And I just want to break it down to a different level, you know, get a different perspective on this topic. To be honest, I don't have an issue with interracial dating. Like, I've never actually interracial dated, but I don't have an issue with interracial dating. I don't, I don't see what the big issue actually is. How do you feel? I don't have an issue with it either. I think that it's fine. I've interracially dated, so I obviously am not against it. No, but this is great. We have two different perspectives on this. Um... To be honest, like, a lot of the issues that I see in terms of interracial dating, especially in the black community, I should say, they usually, it's usually coming out of a sense of ignorance, and it's usually, it's usually looked at with a sense of ignorance. And it's like, I, I understand why it's like that, I pretty much understand it, but I just want to break it down to, to a different level. But you're saying you've interracially dated, so yes. let me let this start with you, actually. I think for me, interracial dating was just something that happened because of the fact that I grew up in a predominantly white area. So that's what I was exposed to for the most part, and that's what I saw, so that's what I dated. Makes sense to me. Um, it wasn't as if I didn't want to date anybody who was black. They just weren't around. <laughs> no, that makes, that makes perfect sense to me. Um, I think the, the, the negative of dating someone who is not black is the fact that they don't... Well, not that they don't. They can't understand you for certain things. So there are certain microaggressions that you try to explain that they don't understand. There are ways that people look at you or talk to you that they don't understand. They actually think that you're over-exaggerating or they think that you're making a big deal out of nothing because they're like, no, it's not that bad. It's not that bad because they can't, they can't get it. It's not as if they're not trying to understand. Some people will be blatantly ignorant, don't get me wrong, and they'll be like, whatever, they just won't care. And then you have the other side where they just just can't. My experience with it was the fact that the majority of the people that I dated, they could not understand. So I couldn't talk about it. I had to keep it to myself, or I would have to voice it to my friends or whoever it was because I wasn't able to have that kind of conversation with the person that I was dating and I would say that was a drawback. Even when they did try to understand, they never really could. Not around the topic, actually. Just to play devil's advocate, because I know me and you have spoken about this, right? Yeah. Do you ever feel like... Because I know when you go on YouTube and stuff, you see a lot of these interracial couples, usually like black girl, white guy, vice versa. Do you ever feel like the media glorifies or hypes up or makes interracial dating seem simple? Because my whole life, I've always seen mostly black women who get to the point where they're like, I'm interracial dating because of this, this, this. And I remember we were having conversations about this. And based off what you have said and what another homegirl I know who has interracially dated said, I always look at it and I'm like, okay, if you can't handle dating somebody inside your race, dating somebody outside your race is going to be a lot more conflict. So how are you going to be able to handle that? Because I feel like the media makes it look easy when it's not easy. Because a lot of these interracial couples, they don't talk about the struggles that they face. They just make the whole ebony and ivory circle, right? I would say that when it comes to media in regards to social media, yes. 
Because I find that the couples who are on social media who are interracially dating or even who are just married, you don't really hear a lot about the fact of their struggle of what goes on. Um, even from when they started, from when they started dating, during the time that they were dating, what happened after meeting their families, for the most part, it's made out to seem as if that everything was perfect. And I can say firsthand that it's not. I remember, for me personally, this is just one example, I was dating this guy and he, he told me that his grandmother didn't actually normally like black people. Man said normally. Yeah. And he <laughs> said you the exception to that? He said that you the reason, Obama, eh? I guess. He said that the reason that she started to like black people was because one day she like tripped or something and um she almost got like run over either by a bus or a streetcar and this black man pulled her off the ground and put and like pulled her to safety. And after that she was like, Oh my god, they're all so nice. And it kind of like, I know, I know, it's weird. Um, And it kind of changed her perspective, I guess, on how black people can be. And she was a bit more, she was a bit more open after that. Okay, I get it. It's a a strange story. I could say what I'm going to say, but there's no point. You get what I'm going to say, so I get it. it, it It's a weird thing. So that was, that was the first, so when, when he said this to me, I looked at him and I was like, so she doesn't like black people? And he's like, no, she, she, like, she doesn't mind them now because the black man saved her. I said, so, oh, if the black man didn't save her, then she wouldn't like them. And he just didn't say anything. Because I don't really know if he understood what he had just said. And, like, the way that he said it, I don't think that he understood what he was actually saying to me. Um, so, yeah. I, I don't think that he meant anything by it. I don't think he did, but, yeah, that, that was weird. It was weird. Let's be honest, it was weird. To be honest, there's so much I want to say on this topic. There's so much I've always wanted to say on this topic. And like yeah. I said, I've never interracially dated, actually. All the girls that I've dated have been black, either from the continent or the island. So we live in we live in Toronto, so it's different, right? It's the same as, like, the UK. So it's like everyone's immigrated. Everyone's an immigrant, basically. So it's like either from the continent or the islands. I've never actually interracial dated. Like, I had the opportunities, but I never took it, right? So it is what it is. But... There's so much I want to stay on this. You know what? Okay. Because I know, especially in the black community, there's always this negative trope when it comes to interracial dating, especially when when black guys do it. Mm -hmm. When black girls do it, I always find there's like this savior complex that happens, which is really weird to me. Trust me, I'm going to get into that. But I always find when black guys do it, there's this negative thing, right? And going back to our first episode. Which I don't get because women do it. Is trust me, I'm I'm gonna touch it though. Going back to our first episode that we had on blackness, right? Yeah. I just want to go back to that because it's gonna explain the point I'm trying to say here. So, mm, damn, drinking pop all day. Sometimes you gotta get the burps on, man. But going going back to blackness, I remember in the episode I tried to well, I did. I described what the black paradigm was, right? Mm-hmm. So just to refresh. The black paradigm is literally a mix of stereotypes that we have internalized that that become this thing that we call blackness, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like this holds a part in interracial dating. And this is the part of interracial dating that black people don't want to talk about. And that's why I want to bring it up, right? So I remember the first time I ever, I ever decided to really think deep about this was the whole Meghan Markle, Donald Glover thing. 
So Meghan Markle was getting married to Prince Harry. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, people were exposing, not even exposing, but they were just showing pictures of Donald Glover. And um, his baby mother or girlfriend is also white. Right. And the same girls that were bigging up Meghan Markle and, you know, big up Meghan Markle, Meghan Markle, she's a queen. Now we can all be queens. You know how much I hated that shit? I'm like, yo, there's queens in Africa. There's queens all over the place. Why is it you can now be queens when somebody, like, chooses you? You know what I mean? It's like, this guy chose us so we can all be queens. And I always laugh. And I remember one of my boys said the realest thing. He's like, yo, if this was a black guy that married into the royal family, you know these same girls would have this whole thing about you married in to a family of colonization, the commonwealth that colonized all these places. Why is but, there a double I, standard? Oh, the, the double standard is clear as day. Um, but I'm, I'm going to get into it. But the thing about it is when it comes to interracial dating, right? And a lot of people are probably not going to want me to hear me say this, but I'm going to break it down because I feel like we always dance over this point in the black community and I want to touch on it. So... Okay, I'll start off with the ignorance. Yes, like, growing up around black people my whole life, yes. There are black people who interracial date for ignorant reasons. I've seen this my entire life. I And it's men and women. It's not just one or the other, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have seen black people who interracial date for lighter-skinned kids or interracial date for a preference of what they want their child to go through. I think a lot of this is issues that Dave dealt with growing up, and they don't want their child to go through that. It's ignorance, but I get the effect of the ignorance, right? I've also seen black people who interracial date for financial reasons. It's a way to move them up the social ladder in the world, and, you know, it's a nice financial backing. I've seen that as well. Now, if you... Because these two groups of people mm -hmm. are actually a minority, Right, like, like the black guys that that are dating for for a visa, like you know the visa things. Yeah, that's that's all a minority. I actually think like going to college and going through life. I've actually seen this. The majority of black people who interracial date is not necessarily because of ignorant reasons, or not necessarily because of children or financial backing. A lot of it is because they don't fit inside the black paradigm. And I, can, going, I, I can understand. I can of agree course. with that because that's the way that I felt. And going back to what I said in the first episode, right? I feel like there's this black paradigm that governs blackness. And it's like, black people don't want to talk about this, but I've witnessed this my whole life. Like, growing up, growing up, there was always two, three, four, five, seven, eight black kids, right? Who didn't fit into the black paradigm. So if everybody else was playing basketball and soccer... They were studying. If everybody, you know what I mean. Sure, and these I are, and really again, again, these are the stereotypes that we govern ourselves by as blackness, right? So when everybody else was doing this, they were doing this, right? You always had those black kids where the majority of black people were listening to reggae, soca, calypso, dancehall, hip hop, R and B, and they happened to like rock music. You know what I mean? They happened to like anime. You know what I mean? They happen. They happen to be more shy and reserved. You know what I mean? They weren't the most so athletic person. Yeah, it happens. And I feel like these same black people that grow up who actually get ostracized from the black community, they eventually have to find love. And the majority of black people that I see who interracial date, or the majority of people who interracial date in any culture, to be honest, this is the reason why. Because that culture or that racial group has a standard of how they are supposed to act and how they are supposed to be. And if you are part of that racial group or culture and you don't subscribe to that, then it's hard for you to find love within your culture. Like, yeah, if you're okay. black and you're not religious, it's hard for you to find that, right? So you end up... And I was end up looking for love, but 
these people have to find love. You know what the best way to describe this is? So, I remember when I was going to school, right? I went to school with this kid. Let's call the kid Mark, okay? Okay. When I was younger... Mark was the kid that was always called whitewash. He was always called a nerd. He was always called this. He was always called that, right? Girls didn't want to date Mark because Mark, Mark didn't have the tug appeal. Now, this is back in the day. Ja Rule was popping. Everybody wanted to be a ride or die. Mark didn't have the tug appeal. He wasn't that guy, right? So the girls used to diss him. They didn't want to date him. They called him corny, whatever the case is, right? Mark went off to college and university, and the girls in college university dissed him too. They didn't want to date him. He didn't have the swag. He, didn't, he, just, he wasn't that guy. Okay, understandable. Now, Mark eventually has to find love. So Mark eventually went off to medical school. He met somebody in medical school. That girl happened to be white. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They started dating. On his graduation day, he proposed to his girlfriend. And he had a picture of him and his girlfriend in the white coat. And he gave her the ring, whatever. And it was all these girls underneath his post talking about, oh, another successful black man dating dating this white girl, right? But, But I thought that they didn't like him. See, this this is the problem, right? It's like it's like it's like we don't like the medical student and the law student, but when you become a lawyer or a doctor, then now we're mad, right? But it's like I said, right? A lot of this goes back to the black paradigm. I'm just gonna touch on it so I so I get the point across, right? A lot of this okay. goes back to that black paradigm. And it's just like within that black paradigm, I said it's a bunch of negative stereotypes, right? And one of the stereotypes that's not in the paradigm is education. So oftentimes, because society tells us that black people are not supposed to be smart, when you are the smart black kid, you're often marginalized and ostracized in school and called whitewashed. Everybody knows this to be a fact. We can dance around it, but it's true, right? I'm not saying people subscribe to be stupid. I'm just saying this is ignorance and this is what happens, right? So what I'm saying is a lot of these kids that are often called whitewashed, they usually go off to university, they go off to college, they... And they, they never meet somebody in their culture who appreciates them for them. I remember Mark back in the day trying to dress and put on a persona that wasn't him to try to get certain girls and it didn't work, right? So eventually these kids, they go off in the world and they have to find love. Now they usually end up finding love with somebody who's outside of their culture because the person outside of their culture doesn't put the same cultural expectations on them. Okay. That makes sense. That's the difference. You know what I mean? So then when they find love with somebody outside of their culture, now we're all mad. Now, I always heard my whole life, like, all these successful black men always date white girls, blah, blah, blah. I don't think that's the case. I think a lot of it is, like I said, because at a young age, education is not portrayed as part of the culture. Mm -hmm. This whole, like, whitewash concept has us kind of pushing away our best and our brightest. Like, we're literally marginalizing the best and the brightest with this whole whitewash thing because all the people that we're calling whitewash are the ones who become doctors, lawyers, engineers, all these things because they were, they were smart, right? They were naturally gifted to education at a young age, right, a teenage age. So we're, we're, we're actually pushing them away. And then when they go off and they become successful and they, they met somebody in college or university who wasn't black, who didn't have the same cultural expectations that we put on them, and they start dating that person, now we turn around and now we're angry. And now we're mad about it because they're taking their success and money and bringing it over somewhere else. But if we didn't marginalize this person from the beginning, that wouldn't be it. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I remember going to school. So I went to, I went to Sheridan College in Oakville first, right? And when I went to Sheridan College in Oakville, Oakville is like an all-white city. And I used to bust up there and come back, right? And I remember going up there and I would see all these black kids that grew up in Oakville who... Male or female, so this happens to both, right? Mm -hmm. So their whole entire life, they've attempted to date black people 
who were outside of Oakville, of course. And these black people would, you know, make fun of them, call them whitewash, whatever the case is. And now they're dating somebody who's not black. And you can't be mad at that because we marginalized them. Not we, not you specifically, but we as a culture did yeah. this to them. You know what I'm yeah, trying yeah, to say? I get it. And that's kind of why they're interracial dating. Like, I remember when I was in Oakville, there was this one girl, we'll call her Tamika. You know what I mean? And I remember, me, to me and Tamika, we used to talk every day in, in school. We used to be in the comments talking. And Tamika once came to me and she said... I didn't know that black guys like you existed. Because I'm a little nerdy, too. Like, I'm not outwardly nerdy, but, like, I like nerd shit. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, what do you mean? And she's like, all the black guys I haven't met in my life, they marginalized me and called me white or made fun of me for being like this and this and having certain interests. And this was what made me start dating white guys because I, I couldn't fit up to this expectation they had of me. And I was like, yo, I agree with you. And she said, if I knew that black guys like you existed... I would have dated you, but I met you in college, and now I'm already dating my boyfriend. No, I didn't do nothing. I let, <laughs> I let it pass. But what I'm saying is, like, and I find often you do see this, and it's usually it's usually black males who complain about, like, black girls, black girls only want thugs and shit. And that's not necessarily the case. It's the, listen, this is not, it's not a black male nerd thing. This happens to black male nerds and black male female, black female nerds. You know what I mean? Like, black nerds, male and female, they get ostracized from the black community and then it's hard for them to find somebody because they don't have the same attributes that everybody expects them to have and then black female nerds and black male nerds end up dating other people like zoe zaldana talked about when she was growing up she was really skinny and black guys dissed her and didn't want to date her her whole life but now she's a famous actress you know avatar and all that gamora and all that and now we're looking at it from a different light right childish gambino I already know girls weren't trying to date Childish Gambino. Nobody could tell me no fucking different, okay? I grew up around black people my whole fucking life. Ain't nobody fucking trying to date Childish Gambino, my nigga. But the problem is, is that I think the best case scenario would be if these black nerds got to meet each other. But I think what often happens is black nerds actually never get the opportunity to meet each other. Like, I met that girl in college. And I was, and she was the first black girl I met that was nerdy like that. And I was into her, but she had a man, so I just, I was cool with it. But like, they never get to meet each other. Like, when you met me and I met you and we had nerdy qualities in common, we're like, oh, shit, you actually have the same vision and the same implement that I do, right? Yeah, that's true. But often black nerds don't get to meet each other. So often you have the black male nerd who gets ostracized his whole life. He never actually meets any black female nerds. He gets a bad taste in his mouth. And then he has to find love with somebody who's not black. You get the black female nerd who goes through her life being ostracized and marginalized. She never gets to meet a black male nerd. She gets a bad taste in her mouth, and she goes and dates somebody else. And it, it is what it is. People have to find love. I can't expect them to not find love, right? But they never actually meet each other. If they met each other, it'd be different, but they never actually do. I think the, the one thing that I can say that I have experienced and that I get is being, being a nerd. <laughs> Because whenever I would meet anybody, You're more of a nerd than me, so if, if they were, if the guy happened to be black, most of the time, once they realized that I was really into anime, like very heavily into anime, the fact that I read mangas and I actually really do like rock music. One of my favorite bands is Alexis on Fire. You know, love me so. I loved Breaking Benjamin. I loved Chevelle. Like I listened to Metallica. Like I was. I had a City in Color phase in college. I still a City in Color is amazing. Dallas Green's brilliant. He's a great voice. Um, and I, I like comic books, <laughs> so, and I'm more, and I actually am more reserved and shy, and these guys that always have this expectation for me to be a lot more than what I actually was, mm. or 
once they would hear me talk about the things that I liked, they would lose interest. <laughs> they yeah. would make fun of me. Oh shit, yeah. Uh, they would tease me, and then I would look oh, at shit. them and think in my mind, I-, I understand that like you don't like the same things that I do, but there's no reason for you to make fun of me about it and to try and make me feel bad. I really like to read. A lot of people would always get on me about the fact that I like to read so much and that I enjoy that kind of thing. That sounds so fucking ignorant, but I know what you're trying to say, though. <laughs> it was, I know it. I know. I don't, mean, I, I don't mean... No, I get what you're trying to say. No, no, no. I, mean, I, I get what you're trying to say. I understand it. I understand, that it. I understand it. what it means to have someone look at you and once they realize that you're into these things, either laugh in your face and try and make you feel bad and they yeah. tease you or they just completely ignore you at that point because they're yeah. like, yeah, you and I, I don't care about that. I want someone who's like a bad bitch. I'm not like that. I was so, like guilty pleasure nerdy. Like nobody really, knew what I really liked. That I don't I was really nerdy have nerdy. that. No, but I agree with you. And but I'm just saying, I'm just saying that I never like I like that happened to me, and I. I agree with you. I just you backed off. <laughs> I just backed off. I was it, honestly having that happen so much. It's really, really disheartening. It also is really, really hurtful because it makes you think about the fact of okay, so you you are judging me, but you're completely trying to also tear me apart as a person, and that's that actually hurts. So then you look at them and say, you know what, I'm not. I'm, I'll just I'll just stay over here, and I will date people who have similar interests. And at the end of the day, half of them are white. And then you meet somebody from a different culture who doesn't have the same expectations yeah. of you, just looking at you as a regular person who has interests, and you don't have to deal with that. Right. right? That's like when I met you. And this you. happens to men, men and to women. That's like when I met you, and we had that, and we had our conversation, and you nerded out with me. I was like, this is so different. I was like, he's not making fun of me. Yeah. Like I've I've been lucky where it's like. Like I said, I've dated black girls my whole life, but I've happened, I've been lucky where I've been lucky to meet, like, like a lot of the black girls I dated were, like, the hipster, nerdy, very Afrocentric type black girls, and I've been lucky to find those black girls through and through throughout my life, but I know a lot of my friends have not been able to find that. Like, I, I have nerdy friends like that, and they have not been able to find it, and they've had struggles because it's like, like, I have one friend, he lives in Oakville because him and his dad moved up there. And every time this guy says he lives in Oakville, girls lose interest. Just off the fact he lives in Oakville, which is ignorant as shit to me. What does living in Oakville have to do with it? It's just dumb as shit. It's dumb as shit. But but it's just like, it's just like, I get it, right? Yeah. And it's like, I sit back and I feel for them. Like, I've been lucky to get by because I've somehow always met women who were somehow similar to me. Not all the way. You're Mm -hmm. probably the closest. But somehow Mm -hmm. we had something in common. But, But I get it. I get it. And... It's not about black male nerds. It's about both. There's black female nerds and black male nerds who get ostracized. They never meet each other. And then they have to find love. You can't expect these people to not find love. So they're going to date outside their race. And I think they fucking should. Like, like, yo, if you don't fit into the nigga stereotype, then go date somebody else. 2019, like, I'm going to tell you to keep trying. And it's like, you know what it is? It's like, I remember when I was in, um when I was in university, right? I was at York at this time. And I remember it was always me and my boy Ernest. And we used to have like, my boy Ernest and my boy Cornelius. And we used to have these, we used to have these like big group discussions. It was like a bunch of us, right? And we used to have discussions. And I always noticed that like, I used to always see black girls who were always like, yeah, white guys don't cheat. Yeah, white guys do this. White guys do this. And I was always like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right? But then I started to realize that like, yo, a lot of this like, this is going back to the black paradigm a little bit, right? But a lot of this is the way that we see each other, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, like if you look at the way that... I'm just going to use males, for example. If you look at the way that black masculinity is created, 
versus other forms of masculinity, right? Mm -hmm. It's different, right? Yeah. And I've noticed this. Throughout my life, I've always noticed where it's like, where it's like, I'll see black girls that I grew up with, right? And they'll be dating like two or three niggas. And then they'll get to the point where they're like, oh, all black guys are like this. I'm going to go date this white guy. Which is cool. Like, I'm not mad at any of this, right? Okay. I just think that the comparison is what makes me mad. Because okay. they'll go and they'll date they'll date a white guy. And then they'll be like, you know, this white guy is a real man. He does this, this. But then, like, I'm like, okay, let me look at the niggas he was dating, right? right. So I look at the niggas she was dating. One, one was selling drugs. The other one was selling drugs. The other one ain't shit. And then you go and you date this, like, middle-class white guy from an upper-middle-class family. His dad's a chartered accountant. He's in school for accounting. And I'm like, this doesn't even add up. It's like, you're dating this one nigga who sells drugs. And then you're dating this white guy who comes from an upper-middle-class family and dad's a chartered accountant. And you can't, like, we're not even comparing the two. The results you're going to get are going to be diversely different. Yes. You're dating a guy who makes frivolous cash and spends it as fast as he makes it flamboyant as hell versus a guy who's more calculated and logical right yeah and i remember one day i was having a conversation with this girl we're chilling and i I asked her i'm like i'm like if you found a black guy that was like the white guy that you're currently dating Mm -hmm. would you date him and her immediate response was like oh i'm not dating no whitewash niggas and i was like what the fuck are you talking about and that's when i realized it's the way that we view like black masculinity or black femininity so let me give you an example right when you look at black masculinity and the way society has garnered it up right Right. it's usually somebody who's like hyper aggressive Mm -hmm. ready to fight every five seconds hyper masculine again ready to fight every five seconds insecure as a motherfucker flamboyant walks around with gaudy chains jewels all of that you know what i mean hyper aggressive hypersexual, like the whole gallus, nuff gal thing, slap everything in the world. You know what I'm trying to say? So, like, that's the image, right? There's obviously more to it. I'm simplifying the shit, right? But the problem is, is that when you find a black guy who doesn't fit into that architect, you look at him as being white, which makes no sense. Because, for instance, for instance, and I've seen this, right, where it's like, the girl will go and date the white guy. And then I look at the white guy, and I'm just like, okay, this is a logical, money-managing, very intellectual guy. And I'm like, yo, this is great. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then I turn around, and I'm like, okay, would you date the black version of this guy, which is like the Obama? I'm talking about Obama as he's... I'm talking about Obama, the statement of Obama, right? Right, Would you date this guy? And they wouldn't. And I find that so weird. And I'm I'm not trying to say that black girls like ignorant niggas or black girls like thugs. No, it's not that deep. I think I think it's a psychological thing. I think the way that we view black men and the and the status that we hold them to mm-hmm. is different than the status that we hold the white guy to. So you can get the white guy and he's soft spoken, he's logical, money managing, very polite, but like that's the characteristics that you expect from the white guy. Mm-hmm. So when you see him, you're not, you're not calling him soft, you're not making fun of him. You're like, "Oh, that's how he is." Because that's what just I mean? who he is regularly. That's it's exactly. not okay. Yeah, yeah. And then you find the black guy with the same characteristics, and it's like, oh, no, 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 you're soft. And I'm looking at him, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. It's the same guy, just a different race. So why is it when it comes to this guy, you're okay with dating this image, but if I tell you date that exact same guy, just make him black, you're going to say he's white, he's corny, he looks like he likes white girls. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And I've seen that my whole life. Like, I've seen that happen to my friends. I've seen girls around me say that shit. And I look at them just like, 
So you're dating Tom. I found you Jamil. He's exactly like Tom. But Jamil is corny and white to you. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I do know. I get it. And I feel I feel like I feel like it's the way that we articulate like black masculinity versus other forms of masculinity. You know what I mean? And I feel like that plays a role into like the way that we view ourselves and the dating world and the way that we pick our people. But I also don't think that it just affects people who are black though. Oh no, 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 no. I th- I think it affects everybody. As I said, I said like when you come from a culture, if you don't fit into the image that your culture has for you, then you are ostracized from that culture. So, like, if you go into, let's just say, an Asian culture, you can go into F- Filipino culture, they probably have an ar- an architect for exactly how their men and the women are supposed to be. And if you don't fit into that culture, you're probably ridiculed and marginalized your whole life, and then you eventually date somebody who's not Filipino because you found that you didn't fit in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 I Maybe agree. it's a case where, like, you grew up here and you didn't grow up in a Filipino neighborhood, so you don't speak your language. And now, when it, whenever you meet somebody who's Filipino, they look at you like, you don't speak your language, you're white. And then you, you get tired of that. And then when you go find somebody who's white, then they judge you again. So it's like, damned if I do, damned if I don't. Like, what do you want me to do? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's true. And I've, I've seen this played out, right? And like I said, I think it's a lot to do with the way that we view each other. It's a lot to do with the way that we architect black masculinity and black femininity. But this can transcend to any culture. Because it's just, it's just the facts. You know what I'm trying to say? Well, it's because the same thing. It's just a different culture with different things of what they expect for you to date and how you to be. Yeah, and, like, and like I've, seen, I've seen that play throughout my life, and I've always looked at it, and I've always said to myself, like, this is the reason why. So whenever I see people, like, jumping on the bandwagon with, with, with the interracial dating thing, I'm like, no, you really got to... When you... Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, when you talked about the fact of when you hear that certain women who will say that white guys don't cheat... That's not true. Listen, I know this is... Baseline? Anybody can cheat. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, Asian. It does not matter. Anybody can cheat if they choose to. Just because you think that like it's false. You know you know what it is? That's like saying that like this particular race does not cheat. That's a lie. You Any know, race can cheat. You know what it is? I remember when I was in university, like, me and my boy DM, we are talking to this girl, right? And she was talking about, oh... If I was dating a white guy, white guys don't these white guys don't do this. So I asked her, I was like, well, how do you think white guys don't cheat? If you go ask white girls right now, they're going to tell you their men ain't shit. If you go ask Asian girls right now, they're going to tell you their men ain't shit. Like, everyone's going to say the same thing, right? So I'm like, how do you know white guys don't cheat? Like, where is this coming from? So then when I asked her, she goes, oh, but look what you see in the movies. That's when I started thinking about it. A lot of this is because... Movies are fictitious. That's not real. No, what I'm saying is like, is, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. Example? This is, okay, I, listen, I know black girls... Who don't even have white friends like like they, they don't even chill around enough white guys to really even know what white guys do or not right but a lot of it is based it's a lot of this listen like i said media runs the world right a lot of this is based in imagery right so look at it this way if you're a young black girl right mm-hmm. and you're watching a bunch of black romantic movies okay right. take away brown sugar take away love jones take away love and basketball I love and basketball take away those ones right let's just put the rest up on a pedestal right okay. let's put the average tyler perry romance movie up right when you're watching it it's the same shit right it's not enough that this nigga's beating her but he sexed her sister he gave her aids he molested her daughter he fucked the mom too you know what i'm trying to say like he just a lot of movies he just really ain't (laughs) shit sometimes they do all that shit in one movie you know what i mean it's just and then she has to go to church and catch the holy ghost in order to see the light-skinned guy behind the corner and then he saves her i love you yeah and he's like a doctor and he makes six figures a year but he takes this woman who has six kids into his house and takes care of them and 
It's just whole imaginary bullshit, right? But what I'm saying is that, like, 90% of black romantic movies are based in drama, right? So what I'm saying is, like, if you're a young black girl and you're watching these movies, right, and then you're growing up and you see that, yo, most of my friends don't have their fathers, and then you're growing up and your mom is like, yo, niggas ain't shit, and your sister's literally shit, right? You start to internalize this image, right? But then every time you turn on the TV and it's a white romantic comedy, their biggest issue is the wife gave him a hall pass, he didn't take it. Uh, they're living in a middle-class house. Uh, they're trying to just sell their house. He's having an issue at work. He comes home and talks to her, right? So you're going from the movies that have these overly dramatic premises, right? And I'm not saying that these movies are not based in real life. Of course. The problem is is that, like, most of our movies, yes, these are real situations that do happen. I'm not denying molestation and rape and the down low and this stuff doesn't happen. Yeah, of course it does. The, but that's all our but movies are. That's, thank you. Thank you. Like, all, I don't see anything outside of that, are. right? But what I'm saying is, like, when you go up watching this and then you have one or two examples where you live and then you go up watching white romantic comedies and everybody is just nice and cozy and hunky-dory, you're looking at it like, okay, so if I date this, this is what's going to happen to me. And when I look around me, I see familiar cases of this. But if I date this, mm-hmm. that's what my life's going to be like. So then you start having this imagery in your head. Oh, my God, white guys don't cheat. Oh, my God, they're, they're so nice. Oh, my God, they listen to you. Oh, my God, this. Go, go talk to Becky. Becky's going to tell you white guys ain't shit. You see what I'm trying to say? But that's the I image do. you have. I think a lot of this is imagery. Like, you grew up watching this and you watch this. And you've never really experienced this because you don't live near these people. But you're looking at the contrast and saying, they must be this. They must be that. You don't find that sad? Yeah, I do find it sad. Like I the think... type of architecture of the way, like the way that it's been con- like crafted, is that when you look at people who are black, all we have is extreme extreme drama, terrible things that are happening, and then magically someone saves you and you fall in love. Yeah, and then this... you have the flip side of looking at your cat of looking at people who have like white, not even not even white comedies. It could be white romance movies where a girl runs away from something tragic and moves to a small town meets this guy yep. and they just have they go they go to the beach yep. and he buys her a bike and yep. all this not all these things the and, they, and they get to know each other and she falls him. in love with him yeah you don't see that with our movies and you don't see like, that with our movies even though i guess it can be classified as being dramatic because she's running away from something it's not that's not what the movie's based on the movie is based on her finding a new love and being happy while ours our drama from beginning to end, even Jesus after the Christ. happiness is found. And I think that, I think the way that it's constructed and the way that it's done, I think that's an injustice to people. People internalize because it. Yeah, they internalize, they internalize it, but it's also it. making them believe something that is not real. Like yep. a movie, a movie can be based off of events that have happened, but also you have to understand that what you are seeing is highly played up. It yep. is written in a way to be appealing towards you, and it is yep. not real. Nothing in a movie is real. That is why is it a movie, and it's meant to entertain you, not to actually inspire you or to make you think something. Like, like I mean inspire in the sense of, like, I can have this. If a movie inspires you to go be a scientist, all for it. But what I'm talking about is the inspiration of, oh, my God, the only way that I'll ever be happy is if I have this dr- overly dramatic life. First I think that that's a shame because that's literally saying that the only way that you can have this is if this happens first. Yeah, the first that's Tyler Perry movie was a fucking horror movie i watched that shit and he took the girl out the house and oh dragged okay. her down. Black woman? i was like jesus christ i must have been like 12 no nah, i was old i was probably you were older than 12 i must have been like 15 but that was a horror movie <laughs> i was like what the hell but it's just like and i'm not saying this doesn't happen it does but is this all we're gonna make movies about this is like the same thing as white people always making movies about molestation 
It's like, okay, they know it happens, but not all the movies are about molestation. Like, that's that's the exact equivalent of what it's like. It's like, and I sit there and I'm like, yo, are they going to make another Love Drones? They're going to make another Brown Sugar? They're going to make a Love and Basketball? Oh, no, it's another Tyler Perry movie about some man beating this woman down until she catches the Holy Ghost. You're going to have people mad at you like Tyler Perry. Yeah, I know, I know. Tyler Perry has his fan base. Just saying. I know, I know. I know but I, I do. I, I love Love Drones. I love Love Drones, too. That's my fucking movie. But I it's love just like. basketball, though, more. I love Love Jones more, to be honest. That's okay. I was a Neil Long fan, but but I but knew like, you were a Neil Long fan. Yeah, yeah, it's real shit. Um, Neil mm-hmm. Long, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer right there. Mm. But uh, but but no, nah, I think, I think, yeah, I think just to close it out, like that's generally what I think. I think there are the people that date for ignorant reasons, and this is in every culture, just black culture, it's in every culture. There are good people from every culture that will date for financial reasons, social status reasons, or the. The, the the texture of their kid's hair or skin right. texture. But the majority of people that interracial date, it's because they never thought that they fit into their culture based off what their culture valued. And that can go for any culture, I right? Am. But just just to double back on the ignorant people, because I'm not going to lie, and I'm not going to gloss over this, because if I do, you know, people know, I'm not going to gloss over this. But it's just like, yeah, I've definitely met more black men than black women who not just interracial date but always have like that ignorance of like i only date white girls or mixed girls or i only date white girls or light-skinned girls i've heard this my entire life this shit is redundant to me but when i always look at it i'm always like yo a lot of this i'm not gonna these people are ignorant but a lot of this is based in things they went through in their childhood you know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's like, and I've seen this. And it's just like, a lot of this is based, like, if you talk to a lot of these guys who are like, I don't date black women, look at the relationship they have with their mother. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. like, like, like if, if their mother was a certain way to them, then they're going to they're gonna see every black woman through the eyes of their mother. And if they don't like their mother or them and their mother had a bad relationship, then from the jump, before the media even hits them, before society and black culture even hits them, they're going to be like, yeah, I'm not into black women. Because they're going to look at their mother, right? So a lot of this is bad relationships. A lot of it is family ignorance. It's like I remember when I was younger, me, me and my boy, uh, we went to this other guy's house, right? See, now I got cut out all names. We went to this other guy's house, right? And um, it was him. He had an older brother, older sister, whatever the case was, right? And, like, everybody in the family interracially dated. I didn't see an issue with it. I didn't generally care. Mm. But it's like, I remember... So we were in his kitchen one time. And his mom was talking to his older brother. So we must have been, like, in grade 9 or 10. And his older brother was probably, like, 24, 25. And I just remember the mom was asking him, like... Like he was, he was doing something. The mom came in the room and she's like, I can't say his name, but she's like, oh, she's like, she's like, what happened to that pretty, pretty white girl you used to date? And I sat there listening to it, and then he's just like, oh, we broke up. And the mom's just like, why you break up with her? She have money. And I sat there and I was like, at the time as a kid, I didn't really intake what was happening. Right. But when I think back on it as an adult, I'm like, yo, you're really, you taught your kid to pimp himself out, like. Because it wasn't like she said, what happened to that little white girl you used to date? She was so nice. She's like, but she have money. So I'm looking at her well, like... she was focused on. So, yeah. yeah and I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that. I remember when I used to work at the Woodbine Casino, right? Me and my boy Desmond used to work at Woodbine, right? And we used to work there during the summer. We used to work in the concession stands doing the fries and shit, right? And I remember there were these two Asian ladies. I'm not sure what country they were from. 
East Asian. And I remember they, they brought their daughters in for the summer. So we're working in the concession stands. It's like a big booth where we serve her. fries and chicken wings and burgers and stuff. And I remember every single, literally, Desmond used to always point at me when this happened. Every single time, like, older white men came to, like, to, like the front to get burgers and stuff because they were betting on the races, these two women would call their daughters and push their daughters to the front. And sometimes they knew the men because these men are regulars. And they, they would be like, oh, John, have you met my daughter? She's pretty. She's pretty. And I remember, I must have been, like, 18. I was in college. It was a summer job. And me and Desmond used to always talk about this on the way home. We'd be like, yo, what the fuck? But they're literally pushing their daughters. So, like, the same way that there are people that date for financial reasons and kid preferences and all this stuff, a lot of it, their family instilled that in their heads. You see what I'm trying to say? That's why I say a lot of ignorance starts at home. Like, their family told them, yo, date this for financial, date this, date this, right? It's like, I've, I've seen this shit my whole life. I remember when I was in university, right? I was talking, I was talking to this one, uh, I was talking to this one Ganyan girl. Oh, I know people are going to hate this, but I was talking to this one Ganyan girl, and it's just one girl, this is not all of fucking Ghana, right? And I remember, so she was telling me, basically, that her father or her parents wanted her to date somebody who was Ganyan and who was Ashanti. And if they weren't Ganyan or Shanti, then her parents wanted her to date somebody white before anybody from any other African country or any other Caribbean country. And I was like, why? And she's like, well, white equals money. Wow. But this, is, this shit happens all the time. We just don't want to talk about it, right? And I literally sat there and I was just like, oh, for real? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Did that surprise you? See, like slightly. See, it didn't necessarily surprise me because, like, I grew up around I grew up around a lot of Africans and Caribbean. So, like, like the first girlfriend I ever dated was Ganyan, and like, I'm just asking, and like, hearing, I got introduced I'm to the whole saying, African Caribbean thing a long that, time like, ago. Oh, if it's not this and it's this because of this reason, didn't you? Weren't you well, like, wow, like seriously? No, because by the time okay, that happened, what, no, by the time me. it happened, I was already 22, I'm so saying, I already knew. I'm just saying then for me that I'm just like, oh, yeah, that shocks up. me. So that, that's messed up. I'm, yeah. I, I don't agree with that. At all. <laughs> it, it It is what it is, right? And But j- just to get off that, it's like, then you get the double standard, right? Of mm-hmm. like, and I've I've seen this play out, right? Just in the black culture mostly, right? Where it's like, I'll, like, literally, a black man will be dating a white girl who'll walk down the street. We don't know nothing about it. Like, I can understand if you see, if you see the fresh off the boat man with, like, with, like, the big up, big up man Peting, then you kind of get it's a visa situation. So yeah. we're not, no one's, everybody kind of knows what that is. Yeah. But, like, you'll see the regular black guy with the white girl. And immediately, the conscious thought of most people is, oh, he doesn't love his mother. Oh, he doesn't love his people. Oh, he's dating this, this white girl. Look at him. But at the same time, you'll see the black girl with the white guy, and the thought is he must take care of her. He must be financially taking care of her. And you've experienced this. And also, he must treat her well. He must treat her well. And you've experienced this. Yes, I have. And I have been in places where, when I was still dating this one guy, I once was approached by two black women who were just like, oh my god, you guys are so cute together. He must treat you so well. Yeah. Oh, he must take care of you. He must take care of you. And I literally wanted to look at them and say, 
No, like, no, he, what, no, he does not take care of me. I take care of myself. And this whole thing of saying that he treats me so well, that's also a lie. Like, your, 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 your perception of what you're seeing is based off of a notion thinking that because I am black and he is white, that means that I must be being taken care of. You must be broken. Yeah, you must have money. And I have nothing, and yeah. that he has everything, yeah. and I have nothing to offer but my actual self to this But that's also the way they see themselves. Yeah, it's true. That's, it's like, it's like, that's true. And it's sad. It's sad. Because I think it's insane to think that there are women who are like, well, all I am is this. I don't have anything else to give but what I look like and my body, but this guy will take care of me because of what I have to offer. I find that to be really degrading. People are going to hate this, but I always find when it comes to interracial dating, especially when it's black women and white men, it's fine. there's always this huge, it's always fine, and there's always this huge white savior complex. Like yeah. when, it, when it comes to black men dating white women, it's always viewed negative. It's always like, oh, and I get it, it's historically been done, but it's always viewed negative. It's always like, oh, look at this guy, he's dating his white girl, he must not love black girls, he must love himself. But then when you see a black woman dating a white guy... But you can say the same guy, thing about, about that, though. You can say that, well, she's dating a white guy, so she must not like black because she doesn't love herself. You can exactly. say the exact same thing, so what's but the difference? But I, I think the common thought process is if a black woman dates a white guy, it's because she's been through something and she's fed up with niggas. Like, that's the so common wait, thought. Wait, so a black guy can't be fed up no, with, with no, black women? No, a black women? man can't be fed up. No, it's not Why possible. Not? Because that's ignorance, right? And it's just like, and when I see it, there's always this savior complex of, like, he's saving her, he's taking care of her, as if this white guy's coming in to, like, save her off her feet. And I, and whenever I hear that, it annoys me, because I'm like... And that was the same concept I got with the Meghan Markle thing, where all these girls are like, I showed my daughter, look, we can be princesses and queens. And I was like, really, bruh? Like, y'all really ran it all the way there? But there's always this savior complex when you see this. Like, like I love Serena Williams to death. But it's just like... One of the best female and tennis I'm, players. One of the best female and athletes I, and I'm, ever. And I'm happy that Serena Williams found the love of her life and he's white. I'm happy as shit for her. I have nothing against her, right? And this is not to do with Serena. This is more to do with her fan base, right? And it's just like her fan base always likes to talk about how none of these black guys wiped her up. And I'm like, Serena was dating rappers. Like, Serena, and this is like I was talking before, right? You can't yes. date the tuggy-tuggy man and then date the upper middle class, I want to be a chartered accountant and expect the same results. True. But it's the way you view black masculinity and white masculinity. So when it comes to black masculinity, you want to date niggas because that's the popping thing. But then when it comes to white masculinity, you want to date, quote-unquote, a logical, educated both. man, right? But you have the same expectation exactly. from both. And okay. it's like, when I hear this argument, that's I'm like, it. Serena was dating rappers, Serena was dating Common, Drake. She's dating rappers who are in the club, on concert, got women throwing themselves at them every single day. She's dating entertainers. Then she went and dated this white guy who's a Fortune 500 owner of his own company. <laughs> he's not he's famous now that Serena's willing, but he's not famous. He doesn't have groupies throwing panties at him all day. Mm. The temptation is not there. He's not even in the same realm. She's dating rappers who made it out of high school to become rich. And there's a certain mentality with it versus a guy who went to university, studied in years in an Ivy League school, went and opened his own business. There's a different level of education with that. Yeah. There's a different level of articulation with that. Yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? And you're comparing the two. And then whenever they talk about Serena, it's always in this way of like, oh, look, he put a ring on it. He saved her. And I'm like, what is this savior complex? That I see every time I see a black woman dating a white guy, there's a savior complex attached to it. And it annoys me because I look at it, and it's usually black women that present the savior complex, right? Yeah. But I look at it, and I'm just like, 
why is this happening? Like, is this how y'all see yourselves? Like, why is there a savior complex to it? And I don't know if it's because, like, femininity and masculinity in our society, like, men are usually the providers and women are not. So maybe that's the reason why they have it, because they still have that, that mentality of how they view women and men in general. But there's always this savior complex. Like, he came along and he saved her. He married her. He chose her. He put a ring on it. He made her a mother and a wife. You know what I'm saying? I look at it, I'm just like, oh, okay, okay. And I see this presented a lot, especially with Serena. And it's not, it's not presented by Serena. It's more presented by the population around Serena. Not necessarily Serena. That's why I'm saying it's not about Serena. It's about the people that follow Serena. Yeah, I know, you know what I, I mean? It. And like you said, you've experienced that. I have. Where it's, it's like, where it's like you you were dating a man, and people come up to you and said, "You must be so lucky. He must take and care of you." And they like smile at me and do like little tiny like like things that would make let me know that they were like, "Oh my god, that's so cute." <sighs> they don't do that with me. They probably think I ain't shit. Well, we already we well yeah, yeah. we already know that. We already know. But like, but but you you know you know what I'm trying to say. Which I still sometimes am shocked by. Yeah. Because it actually like. It hurts. <laughs> you know what it is, man? I think... Like... I remember with the whole Childish Gambino argument, the argument was, like, can you be pro-black and, and date somebody outside your race? And I think that argument is stupid. I think love is love. I think... Like, I happen to be only attracted to black women. That's me. Maybe that's because of the things that my mother told me when I was younger... I don't freaking know. But but you are who you are, so my dick only works a certain way. I can't do nothing about it. You know what I mean? It it is what it is, man. I'm only attracted to black women. I'm fully aware of this. I've accepted it. I have no issues with it actually. I'm pretty much I'm pretty much golden with the shit. But like that's just what it is. You know I, what I mean? I know. So it's like that's just the way that I work. But it's just like if you happen to find love with somebody else who's not of your race, I don't really see the issue with it. Like you can't you can't scream racism and how bad it is. But then get mad when you see somebody dating somebody else who's not of their race. It's like, and I feel, I feel like certain, I feel like certain people have literally turned into like, like they, the way they look at interracial dating, they remind me of like white men in like, in like the antebellum South in <laughs> slavery. They see somebody walking by and they just, they get that upset. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just like, but at the same time you're screaming and racism. What did you think the end of racism was going to come with? You see what I'm trying to say? Like, what yeah. did you think was going to... But the whole, like, you can't be pro-black and date somebody who's, who's black, like Childish Gambino. I don't agree with that. Like, Sidney Poitier, he's, he's, he's financed so many HBCUs. And he's married to a white woman, right? Been for years. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's just like I, don't, I don't see the issue with it. I think, I think you can still be pro-black and take care of your people and have a very positive viewpoint of your people, but you you may have happened to find love with somebody who is not your people. Maybe that person understood you. Like, like love is about somebody who understands you. You yeah. know what I mean? And if, if you happen to love meet... Love is also about somebody who accepts you for who you are. Yeah. And doesn't expect for you to be something that you're not. If you happen to meet Karen or Becky, and you just happen to have a connection with Karen or Becky, are you not going to date them because they're not of your race? If you happen to meet Thomas or Frank... And you have a connection with Thomas or Frank. Are you not going to date them because they're not of your race? And I know in our society, most people date for like culture reasons, religious reasons, parental reasons. But you got to date for yourself and marry for yourself. Because if you yeah. don't, you're going to get a you're divorce sooner or later. You're going to be miserable too. It's, it's, it's not your mom's life and your daddy's life it's and yours. your grandma's life. They're going to die eventually. No offense. 
And, and when they die, it's going to be you. You know what I'm trying to say? So like, so like, so like, if you're the Muslim girl who's really in love with the, with, with, with the guy who's not Muslim, but your family wants you to marry Zahid, then have fun with that. Because when you marry Zahid and your parents die and your grandparents die, you're going to be left with Zahid. Yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? No, like, I get it. I understand the disown, the disownment in the family, but it's like, it's stupid to me. Like, I think you should date who you want to date as long as it's not for ignorant reasons. As long as you're not doing it for child preference, as long as you're not doing it for a financial backing and all of these things, I think you should be open to date whoever you want to date. Like, I don't, I don't generally see the issue with that. I think, I think the whole thing of you can't be, you can't care about your people and date somebody outside your race is absolutely stupid. There's a lot of people who are in black and black relationships who are, who are being abused. Who are who are being verbally and physically abused? Who are who hate their relationship? There's dark-skinned women who are married to black women who tell them every day they wish they were white, or or, or they wish their hair was longer, or they wish their hair was permed. Do you mean black or, men married sorry, to sorry, black sorry, men? Sorry, sorry. There's yes, you know what I'm trying to say. Yes, sorry, yes, I'm just, yes. I'm just no, no, no. You're good. You're good. You're good. No, no, no. There, there's black women married to black men who tell them, "I wish you were lighter-skinned. I wish your hair was permed. I wish your hair was longer." So it's like, if you're gonna date somebody black just for the sake of being pro-black, but you're not happy, what's the point? You're doing yourself a disservice, but you're also you're dating somebody who's tearing you down and your own blackness. Exactly. So how does that help you? No, I agree with you. I agree with you. I agree with you. But, like, I will say this, though, because growing up, I've always heard a lot of people say, um, when you do date, like, somebody outside your race or even somebody inside your race so i've heard a lot of people say when you do date like a light-skinned person or a white person that there's a certain privilege that you gain now growing up i never really believed it because all the girls i dated were dark-skinned so i never really i never experienced it so i couldn't relate to it i always just thought is there really a privilege to this shit but that i will agree is true like i won't lie about that and it's like i remember you remember when um when so I used to work at a company about a year ago and they had a Christmas party. And you remember when I invited you to the Christmas party. You remember this shit? Yes, I remember. I have never experienced such bullshit in my life. So I used to work at an HR I was uncomfortable. Oh, yo, I've never experienced this. I used to work at an HR company, right? And I've always heard black women say this, that when you date a light-skinned woman or a white woman, there's a certain privilege, right? And you're the first light-skinned woman I ever dated. And... Like, publicly, I should say, actually. And I remember... So, I brought you to the Christmas party, right? And mm-hmm. before you, I had brought other females I was dating to the Christmas party. I I had an ex three years before you. She was she was East African from Kenya. I brought her to a Christmas party. And, like, nobody really gave a shit. They were just kind of like, oh, Justin, that's your girl, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Da-da-da. I brought you to the Christmas party. And I'll never forget this shit. Within minutes, everybody was like, oh, Justin, oh, she's so pretty. And I was like, I was like not this company, but in other companies. I'm like, I brought other black girls to parties. Y- y'all weren't all hyped on this. And they're just like, oh, my God, Justin, she's so pretty. She's so pretty. And remember how I was telling you the Monday when I went back to work? Yeah, what happened? How my boss came in my room and she's like, oh, I, I like your girlfriend. And I was like, okay. And then she's like, the first thing she asked me, is she mixed? 
I'm like I'm not. And I'm like I am not. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. You're proud Bayesian and proud Lucian. And I sat there and I was like, we actually have the same makeup. Light skinned father, dark skinned mother. It's just that I turned out darker skinned than you turned out lighter skinned. We have the same makeup. But I literally looked at her and I was like, No, she's two black parents. And they were just like, Oh. And then she said, Oh, okay, but she's still so pretty. I was like, What? And I'm I, still so pretty. Yo, Thanks. I remember that entire day. My gosh. That entire day. Yo, I swear to God, I could have asked for a raise that fucking day. <laughs> I could have came in and be like, I'm you sorry, know I'm what? Laughing. Can I get an extra three grand off the paycheck? Because I called you at lunch and I, I was, I, I was like, yo, Brittany, I'm getting mad privileges over here. What the fuck is this? And you're not even white, so I can imagine dating a white girl. Like when I tell you. Like, I'm not trying to see people hate you before, but the people didn't really fuck with me before. And, like, we have three offices. So there's a Mississauga office, a downtown office, and a North York office. I've met all the offices because I trained at the downtown office. I've been to the North York office. All the offices were together. They see me, dark-skinned man. I bring you in. First of all, no man brought their girl there because every man was trying to flex. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I bring you in because I didn't give a shit. And all of a sudden, in like five minutes, and then the next day, it was like, oh my God, Justin, Justin. It was like, I could do whatever I wanted. <laughs> I could have went to my boss, slapped her in the face with a coffee mug, and been like three grand off the top. I don't know about that, I could have. Right. Yo, when I tell you I was getting treated like, I remember I fucked up an account that week. And she was like, oh, Justin, it's okay. How's Brittany doing? I was like, yo, what the fuck? I could, yo, that's when I started to believe that what black girls were saying my whole life is fucking true. There is a certain level of privilege socially that you receive in the workplace. I never denied that, but it doesn't mean I like it. It is true. Because I used to always look at it, because they used to always be like, oh, these black guys date these white girls for a certain level of privilege. And I was like, I was like, nah, I don't really see that. I didn't experience it. Oh, that shit is real. I've never denied... And you're, you're, you're just light-skinned. No, no, but I've that never, shit is real. I've never denied that that, that aspect exists. I, I, don't, like, wow. I don't like that aspect because that is almost like creating a tier system, which I which disgusts me. I yeah. can't stand that. And I literally it's sat wrong. there and I was like, really? And I was like, I had to go back and look at exes. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And even you saw my ex, you're like, yo, she's gorgeous. Yeah. And I was like, I brought her to the last Christmas party. And nobody gave a fuck. And then I brought you, and everyone's like, oh, my God, Justin. And I was like, really? I, I know they did it because they thought you were mixed. I know that, that was the thinking, right? Is like, Once again, I am not. I know, 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 I know. You don't even look mixed. You have bare black features. But like, well, apparently to them, I don't. But I, I just thought it was funny. I was like, yo, really? There's a real, there's, that shit is real. I will, I will agree to that shit. Hand to God, that shit is real. When black girls talk about that shit, I used to never believe that shit. That shit is real. There is a level of privilege. I've experienced that. But it is what it is. And even with you, you dating me, you've experienced, you've had privilege taken away. So, for instance. It was like the time that you went to Zara. It was the time we went to Zara. So we went to Zara, and he was in the fitting room. I went to go bring something to him, and this woman, I don't know what type of Asian she was, but she was, I don't know. She was East Asian. Fine, East Asian. Um, I went to go to the back to the fitting room to give him something It was a different size and something, and she wouldn't even let me cross over into the fitting room. And then she not only did it to me, she did it to another couple who was there. Um, they were South Asian. Yeah, they were South Asian. She wouldn't let that girl go to her boyfriend either to bring a size. 
But then this white woman came with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend went in, and when she went to go give the size to her boyfriend, she let her go in, but she wouldn't let the other, she wouldn't let yeah. myself or the other girl go in. I am I was I had never been so livid in my life because not only was I disgusted, it was also embarrassing because I'd never experienced it, and it was really degrading. And the joke is, when I came outside, he you, he you he, were, he tried to call me over, yeah. and I said, "Yo, she won't let me." But I remember when I came outside and I had the clothes ready to, ready to buy. I came outside and you were so mad. And the first thing I said disrespectfully is I was like, I was like, oh, you're not used to that. Yeah. Because I'm so accustomed to that. Right. Yeah. Because like everybody I dated was black. So it's fucked up that I, I've normalized it. But it's like I've been so accustomed to being mistreated because everybody I dated was black. And I've, I've been through that mistreatment of that. Right. Right. But it's like I always explained to you. You said you've never experienced it. And I always told you, because of the area that you lived in. And I remember, just on that first, I remember when I went to school in Oakville. There was like a few black kids that grew up their whole life in Oakville. And me and my boy, DM, we would always talk about racism and shit that we've experienced in Brampton and in Toronto. And these black kids in Oakville and Burlington would always be like, oh, what are you talking about? I've never experienced racism. And I was like, how have you guys not experienced this? But then when you would tell me stories, I realized that when you are the only black kid that grows up around a bunch of white people, your biggest racism is white kids calling you white or whatever the case is, right? But you don't experience racism. Some white people call you other names, trust me. I can imagine so. But you don't experience racism in a public setting because because you are with white people, you take on their privilege. Yes. So every time you were around, when you were around people that you grew up with who are white, you would take on their privilege and that way you wouldn't experience racism because people don't want to disrespect them to disrespect you. And when you when you were dating a white guy, when you guys would go out, you wouldn't experience racism because you would take on his privilege. Which is the same thing I was saying when I brought you and I experienced privilege at work, but you're I black. I would experience privilege, yes, but I would, still, I would still witness microaggressions. You witness microaggressions, but you're not experiencing the full effect yeah, of it yes. because they don't want to disrespect him to yes, dare to respect exactly. you. So what I mean is if, if you were with him and Zara and he went to go try on clothes and you brought the clothes, she might have said no. But then when he poked his head out and she seen that he was white, she would have let you go past because she's not going to disrespect him to disrespect you. But now that me and you are dating... Every time we go out to a restaurant or this or this, you experience it all the time. And I show it to you. I'm like, yo, look, look right there. Yo, yo, see, see what's happening? Yo, you see what they're doing to us? Like, yeah, we'll go to a restaurant now, so and something now. will happen and it'll be that microaggression of racism. And I'll look at you and you'll, you'll look at me and be like, I've never experienced this before. And it's because you always took on somebody else's privilege. So you never got the opportunity to experience it. I shouldn't say the opportunity, but like. That's weird. Have fun with racism. I've experienced it my whole life, so but I'm accustomed now, to it, yeah, right? Yeah, but now that it's happening, it's not something where, like, I don't always bring it up. I just look at you now. Yeah. It's disgusting behavior, so. But, no, I think, I think to get back to the beginning, man, I think we're in 2019. I don't think interracial dating should even be a topic. I think if we're trying to move people forward, like, I'm pro-black as well, but I think... We got to, and I understand why certain people want people to date in their race because they want the race to be empowered. I get the objective of that, right? I'm not denying that. But what I'm saying is it's 2019. I think that we need to be open to people dating. I don't think there should be an issue with people dating. I don't think there should be a double standard between black men dating outside their race versus black women dating outside their race. I actually think that if certain cultures didn't have an idea of what everybody in their culture should be like, 
And if they didn't hold everybody in their culture to that ideal, and if they didn't marginalize everybody in that culture, if they didn't fit that ideal, then those people in that culture would not be going to date other people. And as I said before, in the black culture, because academic intelligence, especially at a young age when you're growing and you're learning, is not seen is seen as something that's whitewashed, we're literally ostracizing and marginalizing our best and brightest. And then we get mad when they go off to university and college like mm-hmm. a Zoe Zeldano or a Childish Gambino or any black nerd, male or female, not just male. I'm not running the black male nerd shit here. Male or female, we get mad when they date somebody else. But we were never going to date them. We, we, we were marginalizing them, calling them white from day one. We're only mad because now this black girl became a lawyer. Or now this black man became a doctor. And now we want to get angry, right? And I think that's messed up. But I think if we didn't marginalize these people from birth, and if we brought them into the culture and accepted their blackness and added it to what blackness is, then maybe they wouldn't feel ostracized and they wouldn't feel like they have to go find somebody from a different culture who accepts them for them, but they don't have to be a poppy show. I agree with you, yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I agree with you. But in a whole, man, I think... And I... I think I think international dating is fine. I think I think a lot of the times, as we said, the media likes to glorify, especially YouTube and stuff. They like to glorify these interracial relationships, and these people in the relationships. They never talk about the struggles they face. Yeah, they face play because, along with it. Yeah, because if you're having a hard time dating somebody in your own race, if you're having a hard time with that, then you're not ready to interracial date nobody. Because the issues that you're going to have with interracial dating are going to be worse. When you come home, you don't got no one that's going to talk to. If you talk to them, they're probably not going to be able to understand it. They're going to brush it off. They might be condescending to you because they don't get what you're trying to talk about. And this can go for any race, right? Yeah, true. So if you're having issues dating somebody of your own race... You go date somebody of a different race. You're going to have more issues. You got to be an even stronger person to deal with that, right? So, like, we put this glorification on it. But at the end of the day, man, I think it's 2019. I think everybody should interracial date. I don't necessarily see the issue with interracial as long as it's not for ignorant reasons. You know, the visa mans are going to do what the visa mans do. But as long as it's not for kids, skin, hair preference, or some sort of financial backing, then I don't really see the general issue with it. I feel like if you love that person, you love that person. Oftentimes, some people do love people, but we look at them and we... We dignify it as an ignorant reason because we don't even know them. We overjudge. But you do realize that nobody, regardless of race, should ever think that they have control over who you're supposed to love and care about. Oh, trust me. They're not supposed to have that power. They don't have that power, and they should never think that they do. Who you choose to date and who you choose to love and who you choose to be with is your choice, not anyone else's. I agree. I agree. And I feel like a lot of people seem to forget that. Yeah. 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 I agree with you. I agree with you. And... Listen, I've grown up seeing this my whole life, man. I went to school, and I would see girls I used to chill with, look at other niggas, and be like, oh, he looks like he dates white girls. And I was like, how does it look like he dates white girls? Like, what, what, is, what, what does that look like? And they're just like, oh, because he's always in school. Or it always something to do with him being... That's just his ignorance. It always something to do with him being white. either antisocial or overly articulate. And I was like, really? That's, That's like it? saying, oh, you talk white, so you must be yeah, like this. Yeah, how does speak white? That doesn't it's make sense. Man. And this happens to males and females, not just yeah. males, right? I want to stress that. But like I said, I wish I wish that we didn't have this image that every culture has of people are supposed to be like so we wouldn't ostracize them. And I also wish that 
I wish that black nerds were able to meet black nerds, but for some reason, they never meet each other, right? Maybe it has a thing to do with confidence. Maybe it has a thing to do with, I, I don't know. Like, because I know a lot of times women always talk about, like, a lot of black nerds are just not confident. I was always confident because, you know, Patsy put that in me from birth, you know. My mother went on tropes telling me how beautiful my ass was. So I was always overly confident. <laughs> but I understand what they're saying. But then at the same time, a lot of these women who are saying, oh, these guys weren't confident, a lot of them are entitled. Where it's like, they'll sit back and they want a man to come to them. And it's like, bro, it's 2019. It has to go both you ways. Can, you can come to a man. If you see something you like, go and approach it. Because it might not come around again. Yeah. You I know agree. what I mean? I but agree. yeah, that's that's the way I feel about interracial dating. I don't see the issue. I don't see why we even keep talking about it. I don't see the point. I don't see why we get mad when someone like Childish Gambino is dating somebody who's not black. Like, we didn't see that one coming 10 miles a fucking way. Like, I don't see the issue. I don't see why we get mad when it's Zoe Zeldana or the girl who owns HBO or anybody. I see why they're dating somebody who's not black. We probably roasted this person. Yeah. I don't see the issue, right? I don't see the issue why anybody stresses interracial dating. I said, as long as it's not for ignorant reasons... As long as it's not a visa thing, I don't see the general issue with it. I think I think it's fine. I maybe it's me. Like I don't look at interracial couples and try to dissect why they're dating. I frankly don't care. Yeah. If I see an obvious I don't, visa thing, I don't put that much emphasis. On yeah. That if I see an obvious visa thing, I will show you, and I'm definitely laughing <laughs> because I know it's a visa thing. You can tell when it's a visa thing. But if it's not that, then I don't. I generally don't care. Yeah. Like it doesn't bother me, and people put so much emphasis on it, and I'm just like. And, it, and like, I always look at them and I'm like, but you know why this person is interracial dating. But they never want to admit it. Like, w- we know nobody wants to date that person. We know this from the jump. Let's be honest with ourselves. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel, man. How do you feel? I don't think it should even be a conversation anymore. I already said my point. You can't have control over somebody else's dating life. It's really and truthfully none of your business. It really is none of your business. I feel like people worry about other people's lives Instead of worrying way, about their own. way, way Instead of worrying much, about their man. own and their own issues and problems and things that they have to deal with. I do think it's the era we live in. Like, I don't think Seal went through this much issues Whoa, as Donald Glover did. Cause it was oh, way back in, Yeah, because it was way back in the 90s. I don't think anybody... I think back then people cared, but not everybody had a voice. Now everybody has a voice, and you got to hear about it all the time, right? And it's just like... And, I, and everyone always hears the loudest voice anyway. It, 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 exactly. And the loudest voice is always the most ignorant voice. Yep. So I think, I think... But I'm just like, bro, it's 2019. We need to let this shit slide. Yeah. It's not that serious. Yeah, that's how I feel. Um, you know what? Whatever you guys feel, let us know in the comments. I would love to read the comments, by the way. I just, I love YouTube comments, man. Someone's going to come on and tell me to eat a dick or something. I, would, <laughs> I love YouTube comments. But, no, that's that's generally how I feel, man. That's If you feel a different way, if you feel the same way, let me know. I tried to break down many different concepts of it. Because I see it in so many different ways because I've had certain life experiences and I've met different people who grew up in different neighborhoods and different areas like yourself. And I see and I actually listen to what they say instead of just judging them and I see why they do this. But yeah, that's how I feel. All right, let's let's pay these bills. Okay.